0: Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Chris Paravati, CIO at Northeast Georgia Health System. In this segment, Paravati talks about how he's working to build a customer-centric culture within the IT department, what Elena Cummings taught him about coaching and giving feedback, and why it's critical for IT leaders to share core values, even when they don't see eye to eye. HealthSystemCIO.com podcasts are sponsored by Improvada. The healthcare IT security company ranked number one by class for secure messaging and single sign-on. For more information, visit their website at improvada.com Did you find that going from a position where you're um, really
1: more involved in the IT aspects to a role that, that involves really more than IT and really ha- having uh, so much interest in, in the organization's success as a whole and uh, even things like increasing revenue, things like that?
2: Yeah. You know, it's a really good question. Uh, you know, I had a, the president in Gainesville campus who I was talking about a particular project and, you know, how IT needed to help participate. And he says, well, my gosh, yeah, we've got to have IT at the table. You guys, you guys touch everything. You know, I think that's the, the newer reality is that
1: mm-hmm.
2: we are so involved in a lot of aspects. One of the things I did inside of the IT strategy was I, I painted a picture of what I'm calling the customer-centric IT division where we don't support applications, we support customers. Hmm. And those applications may come or go, but those customer needs are really where we're, where we're focused. Yeah. And so we've done some things to kind of shape IT differently. For example, I, you know, I have a director of business systems, and that, that director of business systems is the business partner with the CFO, and, and his responsibility is to make sure whether we're talking about printers or new ERP systems, that he has the ultimate accountability for the support of that division, and that he owns that relationship. He's the quarterback for support that's provided um, to that group, and so they become an extension of that division and foster and build that relationship to be, you know, an IT partner. And uh, so that's been a big part of, of kind of where my focus has been, even to the degree of, of changing um, the way that analysts historically have supported products. You know, we're, we've got a big focus on first call resolution and really providing exceptional customer experiences at the help desk. And so we've actually established a, a process where um, help desks may take the first call but they can conference an analyst in to help resolve that issue as a first call resolution. And the goal is, is you know, if you if you make a call, which you know, a lot of times calling a help desk can be a hassle
0: yeah. in
2: itself, then we're gonna make sure you get a resolution of that. And you're gonna get it timely and that you find value in that experience. And um, we're going to be pushing the envelope in some other areas. I'm a big believer in online chat and being able to embed that in applications. Hmm. So I really want our help desk to be able to see the user's screen, for the user to be able to click on a chat icon, and be able to engage a help desk person real time while they're working on something. Yeah, Uh,
1: that's a game changer from how things have been. Yeah,
2: I mean, I hate calling a help desk. I hate calling Mm -hmm. anybody's help desk. Yeah. But I'm much more tolerant of, hey, you know, I'm on my Verizon website and I'm getting ready to, you know, change something. Can I chat with somebody about it? And how much more value does that experience feel like? So it's about really removing the hassle for customers and understanding where we add value and making sure that we continue to focus on those value-added activities but it, it requires that you have a strong enough relationship with your customers that you're truly in tune and you're listening and anticipating what their needs are. And I think um, you know, that kind of comes back to some of my values of you know, how are we building a culture inside the IT division? I believe every person has a God-given talent. What is that talent? How are we building that capability? How is that capability being leveraged to add value to the customer? Are we listening more than we're talking? Are we following, but are we anticipating? You know, it's like that, that good administrative assistant who anticipated that you needed to see that report and gave it to you. Yeah. How is IT anticipating what your needs are and advocating for that customer? Hey, you're going to need this at month end. So I went ahead and and, and chased this down and we got a call with the vendor on Friday to talk through this cuz I just want to make sure your month end is clean. You know, that's the type of environment that we're trying to build. And All I right. think that's, you know, just how IT continues to evolve as now being part of a a key part of of operations and not just a department that provides reports and and uh, is regulated to to technical things.
1: Yeah. And then, as that evolves, of course, uh, the CIO role does too, and, and continues to uh, kind of take on uh, different uh, different shapes. Yep. Oh, interesting. And you said you were at Children's Healthcare of Atlanta previously.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. And and what was it uh, drew you to Northeast Georgia?
2: Yeah. So I had um, I had worked at Children's for 13 years and was uh, the implementation director over both their merger activities in the early 2000s as well as uh, led their EPIC implementation program. I had completed that, that project and finished implementing EPIC and uh, was really looking for my, my next challenge, and, and my goal had always been to progress towards a CIO. I was getting ready, actually, to leave Children's. Uh, I was going to lead another epic implementation, another organization. And it was kind of one of those times where it was it was time to make a career change. At the end of the day, the CIO and, and I at the time, I, I could work with him and I could I could tolerate him, but him and I didn't necessarily see eye to eye on some of the values. And uh, Elena Cummings, who's CIO now at Children's, was the CIO at Northeast Georgia. Oh, right. Okay. And uh, she had called me. She worked for me at Children's. And said, "Hey, would you come to work for me at Northeast Georgia?" And so one thing led to another, and and uh, I came up here six years ago, where we uh, we were a McKesson outsource shop. We brought all that in house. Um, we were a Horizon customer and uh, badly behind, and several upgrades and implementations and uh, worked to restructure that, and uh, you know then focused on building leaders within the IT division. So that's kind of what brought me here. Right. Uh, and part of why I came there at that time is Elena and I had worked together before. She was a project manager for me. And I knew that her and I saw eye to eye on, on the values and division and, and what IT is capable of doing for an organization. So it was a really a really good partnership and something I really enjoyed. Elena left September of 2014 to go to, to Children's, actually, as a CIO. And uh, so when she had left, uh, they moved me into the interim role, and then I went through the the formal interview process.
1: Okay. In working with her, did you kind of take some notes from, from the way that, that she did some things as CIO and kind of uh, say, okay, I respect that, or, you know, maybe maybe that's something that I would do going forward. Like, were there things that you just kind of learned by, by watching or by working with her?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think Elena and I always shared the values of really taking care of your team and, and yes. to invest in people.
1: Right. I think
2: what Elena helped me to build and, and to learn was really how to build leadership capability and really strengthen my coaching skills um, I actually have her office now, so I'm sitting here standing in, the, in her office, and I remember being in this office and talking about coaching and developing people and and really about how to have some of the tough conversations with leaders and and help them see where they have development areas, and she kind of, I don't remember how she s- stated it, but she gave me the analogy, she knows my wife, right, because I've known her for 20 years, and she says, well, good leaders give you unfiltered feedback, and it's okay. She says, it's kind of like when you get home and your wife tells you all the things that you're not doing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Doesn't mean she doesn't love you. Doesn't mean she's not committed to you. Doesn't mean she didn't want to divorce. It just means you have some areas you need to work on and that you've got to have a strong enough relationship with your leaders that they know you're committed to them and they know that you care about them. And you want them to be successful, but you're not going to let them perform below what they're capable of. Okay. And uh, you know, I think that's what Elena was so exceptional at is is being able to provide that type of feedback and and development. And I certainly learned a lot from her on on how to how to be more effective in that area.
1: Great. Okay. All right. Um, well, that definitely. Uh covers a lot of ground, and I think that that's some really, really great advice and insights as far as especially everything that um, you're doing to prepare for, for the implementation. Um, you know, this, this is what so many organizations are grappling with, so I think this is going to be really useful to get that, that perspective.
2: Well, good. I, I hope it helps.
1: All right. Well, thanks. And, um, and either way, I definitely would like to check back again down the road to see how things are going along.
2: That'd be great. That would be great. We'd love to share.
1: All right. Well, thank you so much, Chris, for your time. Thank you. Take care. All right. I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com podcast.